up, Lincoln. Come on, it's 6 o'clock. Rise and shine, rise and shine. It's time for Early Break with Sip and Jake. Brought to you by Gaina Trucking. Live from the Koppel Chevrolet GMC Studios in the heart of Lincoln, America. Here's 93.7 at tickets, Jake Sorensen. Did seem kind of meh. And Steve Sipple. Surprisingly good. This is Early Break with Sip and Jake. Sponsored by Gaina Trucking. Happy Monday to you, Steve Sipple, Jake Sorensen, early break, full show ahead. We are still in the middle of summer, but we will make our way through as we always do. Not even difficult. No, no. We have a lot to talk we about. We just rock and roll every day on this show. We have a ton of things to talk about. A ton. So yes. much that we won't get to it all. I know. It's incredible. By the way, congratulations to the Avs. Colorado Avalanche win the Stanley Cup in Game 6 last night. I th- I think that... Was it 2-1? to one? I think it was. 2-1. I, th- I think our friend Parker Gabriel is a good luck charm in Denver. Moves out there. The Avs win the Cup. Maybe... In, in, yeah, he, he didn't cover it last night because they were in Tampa. Uh... They went to Tampa. The Abs went to Tampa and won two to one. And and Jake, I watched it. The Lightning couldn't get a shot off in the third period. Sounds I think good. they ended up well. They went the first ten minutes of the period with one shot or no shots, either one. And it was it was amazing. The swarm of the Abs is uh, is ridiculous. The speed slash swarm. I mean, they are a great offensive team, the Avs, but they, I mean, that defense can also, or that speed can also translate to great defense. You are correct in the score. It was two to one. It was in Tampa. This is why I was confused because I, I had friends that live in Denver Yes, that were taking pictures from the Avalanche Arena. Mm-hmm. They must have had a watch party there. Oh, like, okay. And it was packed. Really? From what I saw, that arena in, in Denver, where the game was not at yesterday, mm-hmm. was packed. This is pretty oh, cool. Really, really? Yeah, people are watching the game at the actual arena on the screen. Oh, okay. Yeah. In color in Denver. Yeah, that happens. That happens. Yeah, I mean it was full though. I'm not going to play one of your First Stanley Cup title since 2001 for the Avs, third in franchise history. They had made five straight playoff appearances. So they they have been steaming toward this, but boy. They had the fresher legs. The Lightning didn't go down with the whimper that the Celtics went down, but they, the Celtics went down with a whimper against the Warriors. It was it was embarrassing. It wasn't embarrassing with the Lightning. They just got overwhelmed by a faster team with fresher legs. That's what it looked like to me. Expert hockey. Congrats analysis. to the Avs. Yeah. Um, Big, I, I mean, that's not, now the Lightning had, were, were going for three. Here's, going here's the deal, though. Every, every year, I think we try to convince ourselves as a society of sports fans that the Stanley Cup Finals, the whole playoffs are great. We're going to watch more hockey next year, and we never do. We never do. It always comes back to the same thing. Oh, the, the playoffs are awesome. Why don't we watch hockey more? Every year, we're in the same well, loop. Why, as, why don't we decide we're going to do this? Start. Who wants to commit to doing it? Who wants to I, be the, the person that's in charge of that? Us? I had those thoughts. It's funny you you raise that. 
you raise that issue or that, uh, I don't know, what would you call that, that scenario? Yep. I was thinking last night as, as I was watching it, I was, I always judge a sporting event by how often I get the chills. Okay. And I got them. I, and I didn't, I missed the first period. So I watched the second and third periods. And I probably got the chills three or four times. I was, I was that into it. It was an, it was a pretty incredible to watch. And I thought during the course of the evening, you know what? It's time to commit to hockey. It is time to spend less time on the NBA. There's no flopping in hockey. There's no flopping. Anti-flopping. That's, that's reason alone to, to begin to gravitate. Okay? That's, that is reason alone to begin to gravitate. And there's a, there's a, there's a, but there's a lot of better reasons to gravitate, actually. The, as I've said, the energy is incredible. Warrior Celtics energy was really good. I'm not. It was gonna, pretty good. Yeah, it was really. From what I caught up. Yeah, it was those good. Games. It was good. Uh, but not. It's not. I mean, the other playoff matchups in the NBA, if you compare it to the NHL playoff matchups, the energy wasn't close in most uh, most occasions. The NBA is sort of a bickering, sort of grotesque kind of <laughs> grotesque. conglomeration. You put grotesque on it. Yeah, it's kind of a bickering, grotesque conglomeration of. Uh, just narcissistic billionaire millionaires. I mean, uh, it's it's become pretty unappealing in a lot of ways. Um, so I'm I, I think I'm beginning to gravitate. The billionaires long... the owners or who? No, no millionaire. I didn't. I should have said. Okay. I shouldn't have billionaire. said billionaires. Yeah. Millionaires. millionaires. Yeah. Okay. No, millionaires. I'm talking about players. The players. Okay. Yeah. Say. yeah, there's. It's just not. It's not as appealing as it once was. It's not even close to. And I'm not talking about level of play, so I don't want J.J. Reddick calling me and, and whining into a microphone like he always does. I don't need J.J. Reddick. I'm not talking I necessarily like about – box. Keep yeah, going. J.J. Reddick drives me crazy. Oh, he needs to be off the air. Um, the, <laughs> um, yeah, he's annoyed wow. because the old heads think basketball was better, which it was, but I'm not going on that rant. It was. It was – I mean, come on, J.J. And, and, and for you to be the one to take up for the current guys, give me a break. You just shot three-pointers. That's all he did. I mean, That's all J.J. did. Yeah. All threes. You wouldn't have survived. I mean, J.J. Redick wouldn't have survived the good NBA. So he needs to pipe down. <laughs> um, <laughs> keep, please keep going. I mean, going. I don't need what J.J. Redick to be the, ca- the card carrier for defending this level of play. No, 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 no. Um, get somebody who played real basketball. The who else is on your nerves right now? Nobody. Uh, <laughs> I'd like you to keep going. I'd like I enjoy this. <laughs> no, I I enjoy. See, I enjoyed McDonough was excellent on the call. Um, it was just it was it was very. I I'm I think it's time to start gravitating. Not a full on switch, but just gravitate more towards the I, well you got to commit to it because i think the season i know it's hard season's like starting in i want to say november or something like that or december for hockey maybe okay. october i don't even know it's sometime in yeah, the fall or be. early winter okay yeah yeah we don't know we're we gonna figure know. that out so um you know you you claim to be a blues fan this last year are, are you no 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 lightning like you were a blues fan before you were a Lightning fan, though. Remember that when when you a were, little bit you had a bet against Hot Take about the Avs and the Blues. Yeah, you wanted to pull yeah, for the that Blues. Seems like a long. You time switched ago. teams in the middle of the postseason. No, no, I I got on to the postseason because the Lightning captivated me. But then when the Blues were playing 
hot takes team Scott Ayers, yeah. our former producer, I made a friendly wager. It was a stupid wager. I mean, a <laughs> yeah. ridiculously oh, stupid wager. That team wager. won the Stanley Cup. <laughs> right. And abs, I mean, I didn't at the time know how dominating the abs could be. They're a fast skating they, – they are a fast skating team that can dominate. I mean, they, they dominated the third period. As I said, Jake, the Lightning couldn't even get a shot off. It was incredible to watch the Avs defense. At that point, you just shoot from mid-ice, right? Don't you? I don't know. No, it's off. not that simple. It's it's really not. Well, I know, but they, they did not. It's not just the goalie that was. The goalie didn't have to do anything. I mean, there was one shot for ten minutes. Think about it. There's literally There's one some good shot. Defense right there. Yeah, yeah, swarming defense uh, from the text line. Oh yeah, dude, I, several I, responses. Yeah, I uh, irk some people. Uh, not some. <laughs> I'll read. We already have a, quite a few responders. Okay. So thank well, you. Hey, welcome, by the everybody. way. By the way, keep texting and calling. Yeah, we're going to talk football here. Just hold yeah, on. Yeah, four zero two four six four five six eight five. John in Des Moines. Oh chimes God, in. yeah, he's not. He, he says you're going to give up watching the incredible athleticism and skill of Giannis, Steph, and LeBron, and about thirty others for guys we don't even know skating on ice. Have fun with that. Nikita Kucherov. One. Vasilevsky. Two. Um, there's got to be some guy named. Okay, like, we got two. Nukarov or something. I don't, I don't think that's one. You're making up names um, now. Foreign names. Um, go ahead. There was a no, John, 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 John. Now listen, John. I'm, I didn't say I'm switching full on. There's just got to be more hockey. There's got to be more hockey in my life. Okay, all right. Not a full on movement out of the NBA. I can do that at age 55. John, I've been an NBA fan as long as you have. Uh, Joe P. Okay. Is, is agreeing with you on J.J. Reddick. He says, God. Reddick says anything he can to feel relevant. Keep on him, Sip. Yeah, yeah. What ha- What's the deal with Reddick? Like, I have not watched anything When he did said. he become the voice of reason for the NBA? When He's did not that my happen? voice of reason. Yeah. 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 Uh, let's see. Uh Someone says to me, "Please don't speak for the people on this one. I could care less about hockey." Okay, listen. This is not. This is no, not Jake, me. You're I, not doing that. I yeah. didn't have an instance where I speak for the people here on 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 us watching hockey more as a society. That was not. I'm not saying that. That you know the moments when I say I think I speak for the people, and that is not one of them. I just think that if we if we enjoy. The Stanley Cup playoffs so much in the NHL, and we just always say every year we should watch more hockey. Then, then maybe next year we commit to watching more hockey. If that's the case, if every year the takeaway is, man, hockey's cool. Why don't you watch it in the regular season? Then? I think that's. A, I think. And that's, I am guilty of that too. Right. I will join you in the guilt club. I would like to pick up more on it. And then, by the way, Steve Stan- Samkos, Stamkos, Steve Stamkos. I can name some more. I can mostly name Lightning players. Uh, those are the ones that, that – Lightning is the team I picked up on. Played in, in their arena and lost last night. Um, it, it was It's an incredibly loud arena that was incredibly quiet a lot of the time when they weren't getting shots off. It was clear what was going on. The Avs were the better team. Many people called it going into the series. Clear-cut favorite, Avs, clear-cut favorite against the two-time defending champions. But they were. If you they, watched they it, it, Jake, you don't have you didn't have you don't have to be a hardcore hockey fan. If you watch that those two teams play, clearly the Avs are better. It's interesting. I mean, they're they're faster. 
And you can tell when a when one team's legs are a little more live than the others. You can tell when you're watching hockey. There's a lot you there's a lot I miss obviously when I'm watching hockey, but there's a lot you can pick up on too. Unnamed texture says, I watch hockey more than any other sport. Come join the party. It's incredibly fun. I, I would say the playoffs were incredibly fun. I probably saw five, six, five to six full, you know, I'll say full hockey games. At least two periods. I watched a couple games. I watched. Yeah, I watched a, more than you did. I'm pretty, not saying that as a. I watched a pretty way. epic Rangers Hurricanes game okay. early on in the playoffs. Yeah. That was awesome. Yeah, and, I watched and, more. Edmonton than you. and somebody else played too. I saw. Yeah, I the watched Flames, more than you. And I Calvary. don't say that as a one in one upsmanship. I just say it to that if someone's going to in this on this show is going to be the spokesman for more hockey, it'd be me because okay. I watched more. I'm not right. saying it again. Not one upsmanship. It's just. You, I had more you can time. Speak for the people sometimes. Yeah, too. I, I had one more. It's not just me. Speaking we better for the talk people. about football. Four six four five six eight five. Call or text as always. Yes, there was some unfortunate news this weekend for Nebraska football. Yes, Nuri Noeli, who uh, last year was a seven-game starter for Nebraska and was pretty good in that role as a, as a guard for the Huskers, announced over the weekend he has been suspended for the entire upcoming season due to an unspecified failed drug test. So, sip somebody that. Nebraska, I guess, was on a on a struggling offensive line was a I'd say a bright spot. He wasn't perfect by any means, but he was a bright spot for a struggling line. Not exactly the news you want to hear for somebody that uh, was expected to likely be a starter next season for Nebraska. The um, the news had been swirling for some time. In fact, he said in his Twitter revelation that the ruling came down during the spring. So I'd known that something was happening, didn't know when it was going to happen, but it happened Saturday at noon. Now, the thing that, that, oh, I guess for lack of a better word, sucks for, for, for Noeli is he's four, he has to forfeit a year of eligibility. Now yep. that will make, so he he'll would be have a been a junior. Yeah, he would have been, a, he, yeah, he would have been a junior this year. Now he'll be a senior next year. He will continue to practice with the team. He'll continue to be a full member of the team. Um, he'll res- he'll practice with the team in the fall. Just can't play. Um, what happened in recent weeks was he was he was playing third string center, and the guys were like, there was no there had been no announcement um, even within the program, and guys were kind of like, what like what's yeah. going on yep. here? Um, but that was a sign, obviously. And then, and I think what 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 was going on was there was a, an appeal, and until the appeal situation was exhausted, they weren't going to announce anything to to even the to even other players. So, I think there was some there was a period of days where players were like, "Why is why is Noeli practicing third string center?" Um, now you would ask the question, "What's what's the line going to look like?" And I I. I mean, I was contemplating this yesterday. I can only come up with one sure bet as far as one sure bet as far as putting a player at a certain position. Okay. One sure bet. There's there's two other guys with inside tracks, but Teddy Prohaska is the one. Left tackle. Yeah. Teddy Prohaska is the sure bet. As long as he's returned to health, he is the sure fire left tackle now after that there are some guys with inside tracks Trent Hickson Jacob 
senior center. Inside, I forgot that name. Inside track to, to be the starting center. Brock oh. Bando, okay. right guard, inside track. Turner Corcoran, you could say surefire starter, no idea where. Yeah, it could be right tackle. It literally could be it could be tackle guard or center. <laughs> well, he, he can play all he can play all that there. Yeah. Corcoran, you could say is a sure uh yeah, I'd say surefire starter, but I don't have the foggiest really the foggiest idea where. My temptation is to say Prohaska, left tackle, Turner Corcoran, left guard. Wow, left guard. Okay. Right. Trent Hickson, center. Brock Bando, right guard. Bryce nice. Benhart, right tackle. They, I think they really want to give Benhart a chance in August to, to – so I'd say I'll, – I'll, I'll say redeem himself or prove that he's, he's that guy. Can I say selfishly I wish they would put Corcoran at right tackle? No, you can definitely say that. Because I think, a, I think that's their best thing to do. Yeah, well, I, and that's now not, you got to solve left guard. Well, I, it's fine. It's, I, I know it's not easy to find a spot, but I think it's easier to find a guard than it is a tackle. Tackle is a much – I mean yeah. – I, Look I, at how they're paid the pros to. You get a lot I more money as a tackle. Tackle is the, you know, they get drafted higher. They're, they're the premier position left or right tackle compared to a guard, which you can turn, you you could turn somebody into a guard that isn't a guard already. Not, not no, not all the time. Not you in, can't turn Ben Hart into a guard I've, from what I've well, heard. So some people are going to say, why can't you try Ben Hart at one of the guard spots? Some guys can't play guard. Ben Hart's an example. Well, he can be a backup tackle then. Okay, I mean, that's fine. I'm not disputing you. I, gr- Cork, I agree with you. The the picture, I still can't get out of my head. The picture of Prohaska left tackle, Corkin right tackle against Northwestern in the first part of the Michigan game. You like that. Looked good. When it wasn't good the whole season, that looked good. Don't mess with what looked good. Well, okay. It's simple. Corkin oh, right tackle. Yeah. Okay, now. I now have the answer. If you're having that discussion, you got to figure out left guard. Now, and there's a lot of options, so. I mean, Ethan Piper started. Ethan Piper started ten games at left guard in twenty and twenty one combined. Twenty twenty and twenty twenty. How many games? Ten, ten. Ten games. Now he got moved out of there. That's the thing. Um, but Ethan Piper is certainly a candidate. Brant Banks, uh, Sunday morning pancakes is a. Uh, candidate i would say henry lutovsky oh lutovsky's an absolute candidate kevin williams the transfer from northern colorado would probably be the lead candidate in your scenario if you would move corcoran to right tackle i think you would say kevin williams would be the leading candidate we have texters asking about hunter anthony oh yeah oklahoma state transfer not a guard uh probably a tackle turn him into a guard probably a rotational tackle I should mention him more. Um, but, yeah, he's more I, – I, I've identified him, the guru of the offensive line. I said more of a tackle. I, 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 I want to hold, hold the phone here for a second because I, I'm taking you back to the year 2015, okay? Uh, okay. Seven years ago. Okay. There was a player, right tackle for Nebraska, named Zach Sterup. Remember him? Yeah, yeah. That struggled at right tackle, moved inside to guard, was pretty good mm-hmm. at guard, and you know what? He eventually went back to tackle in the NFL. It just he was he actually was a, a, playing for the Miami Dolphins at one point as a starting right tackle for a short span because of injuries, mm-hmm. but still he was able as not being a guard in college to be a pretty good guard in college. 
So I think you can move or tackle to a gun. Well, I know you definitely can. I just said why can't by, why, why can't Ben Hart do that? Though? Well, some guys can, some can't. I mean, it's it's a it's a skill set. I would say just try it out. If it fails disastrously, then put him back to tackle. I don't think you need to. You got other guys that you can try. I I just beg that they give. I mean, unless there's issues with yeah, you're pretty emotional. What I saw was a good situation of Prohaska left tackle, Corcoran right tackle. That's the fix. Don't overthink the fix. We're talking about this because Nordine Nuili, the news on Saturday at noon is that he has been ruled ineligible by the NCAA for the entirety of the 2022 season for failing a drug test. He will forfeit a year of eligibility due to the infraction but can still practice with the team. He did not specify the drug. Nuili played in every game last season and start, started the final seven at left guard. Okay, he, was a high, he, he rose quickly in the program. Um, and you're right, he, uh, his first start was against Northwestern, the game to which you referenced. Um, that's when Nebraska ran for 427 yards. It was the, beautiful. Against a JV defense. Yep, um, yeah, but still defense. Yeah, though. scored 56 points, the team's highest output in a Big Ten game. Newly will continue to get support from the program. A lot of it. Um, he'll be a he'll be an active member of the team and a popular member of the team. But you know, Donovan Rayola's got to figure this puzzle out now. Um, we mentioned, I think, all of the principals. I'm glad you mentioned Latovsky. I just mm-hmm. Latovsky might be a year away. Mm-hmm. As I said the other day on the show, he's not a year away physically. He's ready physically. Jake, if you walked in here. First of all, you'd be scared. I'd be like this, huh? You'd be scared. He's a he's a he he he's what you want an offensive lineman to look like. He's a scary individual. Um, he, he, yeah, Latovsky is a. I will tell you that Latovsky will be a multiple year starter at Nebraska and might be a like a a, a recognized, decorated lineman. Well, that'd be nice. Yeah, Latovsky is, but again, might be a year away for this duty. Um, he is not the kind of person you would want to cross. Um, it was kind of sad. This is sort of sad. If you go back to some of the quotes New Ely said during the spring, I mean, he was really adapting well to Donovan Rayola's teaching. Um, he says, I mean, if any, he said, I mean, if anybody sees practice, you can see the line line of scrimmages moved immediately. Q Jake, Q, your take, go. New Ely says, if anybody sees practice, you yeah. can see the line of scrimmages moved immediately. It should go. always happen that way. It should never es- not be that way. Especially because they're, they were light on experience up front on defense. Yeah, well, exactly. Okay, that's what I thought you'd Sorry, do. I was getting there yeah. early yeah. Um, <laughs> on a Monday. No, I, I just, yeah, I... Why wouldn't you want to blow off the ball in, in general? Because you know Greg Austin's guys didn't blow off the ball. It sounds like they didn't. Scott, I don't understand. I frankly Scott, don't get it. Scott begged for it. Here's one. Here's I frankly don't I, can understand. I, can I put it in a layman's terms? Yeah, please do. Okay, some coaches will say I don't want you just to fire off the ball because it put it's a little more risky when you do that. It creates potential lanes for the defensive line. Hmm. You know what also does? Inst- it pushes your guys backwards. It does. But it leverage but, off the bat. But if you but if you miss, if you miss your block, uh it's trouble. The guys in the backfield quicker than if you sidestep, if you come off the ball in a little more finesse way and you're just trying to get in the way of people. 
Okay. You ever heard of an offensive line not firing off the ball before? A little. Is that is that a common thing that exists in football? Well, you watch the NFL. That, uh, and I think those guys pretty much don't just sit there and wait to be no, they don't. pushed over by no, Lane you got to start the fight. I mean, I heard Donovan yeah. Rayola, even in pass blocking, I heard Donovan Rayola one of, in one of the, the big man camp. I was listening to him address the guys, and he was talking about pass blocking, but he said, get your arms out and start the fight. You start the fight. That's what you're talking about. Well, Even in pass-blocking mode, he said, you have to start the this fight. This is how I view it. it, it, it to me, it's a, it's a mental thing. If you're firing off the ball, you, you are, you're confident. You're the enforcer. But you're not firing off the ball pass-blocking, right? No. no. But, but if you're not firing off the ball ever, then right. you're, just, you're just waiting. You're just trying not to make a mistake when you make a mistake. Well, I don't then. want to say they weren't ever. I'm just telling you what he said. Well, I'm just telling this you what, I said. Okay. This is what <laughs> New Ely said. What I wrote back in the back in the spring was Frost hired Donovan Rayola in hopes that he would produce a group that consistently fires off the ball and strikes defenders. New Ely said regarding the line's progress, it's amazing so far. The way we're running the ball right now, it's kind of crazy. That's you wonder why you can't run the ball before that because you weren't firing off the damn ball. <laughs> oh, let's just, just not let this hole open. Let's just have it closed before we even get there because we're going to fire I'm off just the ball. telling you what he said. I'm not, this is not me disparaging anything he said. I'm disparaging the previous regime, I suppose, or the pre- previous ideology of how to coach that spot. Yeah, the, you're, I the mean, you're process. taking on Greg Austin. I am. Yeah. Yeah. Well, Scott took him on, too. He no, did. Fired him. Yeah. And you can, again, I always reference this, but there were two or three times last year where you, I'm sure you were listening to Scott when he said it. He said, we're, we're, I want it to be like it was in the 90s when we were coming off the ball hard. He was, at that point, I knew Austin was in trouble because the head coach was asking for something publicly that he wasn't seeing. Okay. It was a clear indication that Austin's in jobs in peril. Right mm-hmm. when when the head coach is at the podium on a on a what was his press conferences on Monday on Monday his weekly press conference and at least once and probably twice said that that's a big red flag right oh so you're asking publicly for something that's not happening trouble uh, wet blanket is here to play a little devil's advocate this morning WB four six four five six eight five he says Greg Austin played for Bill Callahan who is. Literally the best offensive line coach in the world mm-hmm. and leads the NFL in rushing consistently. I have a hard time believing that Nebraska's O-line trouble is an issue with Austin's philosophy. Yeah, here's the deal. And Greg was Zach Taylor. Zach Taylor. Yeah, the, the Zach Taylor. The, the Bengals head coach. Once told me that Austin's the toughest football player he was he's ever been around. Austin is not. I mean, he's a tough dude. But there are philosophical ways to approach that that line play, and identified one of them. Some coaches do not want the risk involved with having the guys in the mindset of always firing off the ball because it creates lanes for defenders. That's that's a very layman's explanation, but I've heard it. Now Donovan obviously believes in a system that that's not going to be the case, and I know. I know that in the spring, you know, I always reference the Sean Becton quote where he said, you know, we've moved the ball on the ground all spring. Marquise Buford, the safety, said, yeah, they did. They moved the ball. 
there were gaping holes at times. As a safety, it was hard always to – it was hard. He goes, I was coming up, and, you know, if you're one-on-one with one of our running backs and there's a gaping hole, it's trouble. That's – now, again, you can easily pour cold water on that by saying, yeah, I mean, they, those defensive linemen, Colton Feist, Ty Robinson, um, who am I missing, the, the main guys, Mosai Newsom, mm-hmm. playing way too many – snaps and springs spring, yeah. we'll probably look and now they would take issue with it colton feist i've talked to colton feist about this he said i loved it i, I wasn't in bad shape ty robinson was in kind of some bad shape well no i wouldn't say bad shape just probably playing he aged himself quite a bit yeah, though, he right? said um it's like a 30 year old man yeah right yeah but it's not just it just doesn't fall on the d line to be the run stoppers for whatever reason they had were having a lot of success running the ball this spring so donovan they made progress in that regard. I will continue to say I think they're going to be a good running team. I do. I I don't as long as they do it. But they got to commit to yeah. Yeah, as long as they commit the to it. And now, and how are they going to be pass blocking? That's the thing. That's what that's goes back to your your configuration of having of having Teddy at left tackle and Turner Cork. That's at the right. correct answer. That is the I'm, answer. I'm not disagreeing with you on that. Expert O line analysis over here. Yes, I saw where the picture looked the best. I don't know why you'd want to change that picture. Don't overthink. Don't overthink it, Nebraska. It's not hard. Very simple. Unless Turner has taken a massive step back, I don't know. No, I'm, about I think Turner Corcoran will take a massive. If he's the same player he was last year, he's better at right tackle than left tackle. Obviously, we I saw that. I think Corcoran it will take a major step forward because if you remember last August, he was he didn't practice a lot of last August he has been hurt he is healthy I think that picture is going to look a lot better Corcoran it's one of the well we'll get into it later but it's one of the reasons I think the offensive line will round into shape Corcoran's health is better is fine he was not healthy last year it set him back it hurt his confidence um if Teddy and Corcoran are clicking that those those guys can lead this line with Hickson. Hickson's an old old head. We, we didn't see him much last year, nope, right? Nope. Two Hickson's years ago, an old head, we saw him quite a bit. Hickson's an, a 23-year-old man who has a CPA accounting job. We'll say account, an accounting job lined up for post-graduation. Well, yeah, he's graduated already. Are, are you aware that today, today, today is exactly – Exactly two months away from Nebraska Northwestern. Two Whoa. months away. It is June 27th. That game is August 27th. And we are going to Dublin. We will be there. Countdown to Dublin. It's it's on. It's on. It's been there and it's on. We are taking this show to overseas. Yeah. Get ready for that. Yeah. We'll be in our kilts and I will not be in pints a kilt. on the air. I will not wear a kilt. Um, I might drink a pint of green beer. I wonder what their beer is over there. Like, what do they drink? Oh, uh, Guinness. Guinness? Guinness. I mean, could you? would you go into a a bar in Dublin and say, hey, you got Coors Light? I don't think you'd want to do that. Okay. I think they might. I, I've seen Corona. Some, they might have it. See, that, the funny part, that's an, that's an imported beer up there. Is it? Whereas here, like, that's, that's domestic. Yeah, it's, it's cheaper. Corona no. or Coors Light? Coors Light. Okay, I, what, I about, think, what about Corona in Dublin? I, I, I severely doubt that. Modelo. I don't think you'll have any Mexican beers in Ireland. I'd be surprised. I wonder, is there, what's the Mexican population of Dublin? <laughs> I can't imagine it's very very high. 
it's a long ways away from Mexico. Yeah, it is. <laughs> Do you think there's a reason to have? <laughs> why would the Mexican population be high in Ireland? I don't know. You're right. You're probably. I, 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 can you can you find that information anywhere? I guess the census might show that. Yeah, yeah Wikipedia. Over under fifty Mexican people in <laughs> yeah, Ireland. Over. Wikipedia. Going under. No, over. Like per- permanent residents, not just there to yeah, over. on a vacation. Over. 50, I'm going under 50 for the entire country. Before we get to break, hey, it is two months away from kickoff, but we have an event coming up on July 18th, Monday, July 18th, that I think you'd want to be a part of if you're a fan of the Huskers because it's an evening with the Huskers presented by The Ticket, Husker Online, Tavern 180, and Tanners. This is going to be at Tanners and Tavern 180 on South 30th Street on Yankee Hills Road. And it is going to be an awesome night from 6 to 9 p.m. We're going to have great dinner, Wagyu steak, shrimp cocktail, uh, tasty chicken lips also from Tanners and other appetizers. Chicken, chicken lips. Unlimited alcohol. All you can drink alcohol. Yeah. That'll be a line If you're 21 years old plus, yeah. everything you can drink, anything. How long will that line be out the door? Yeah, well, if they, they'll have many bartenders, so it shouldn't be out the yeah, door. The, the bartenders are going to make some money on that night. They are. So you should sign up for this because it's going to be, even with the Huskers, we're going to have uh, special guests like Garrett Nelson, O'Shawn Mathis will be there, Trey Palmer will be there, and other surprise guests. Well, I can't say who they are, but there will be surprise big-time guests also I've heard about at this, this. event. Uh, uh, Sean Callahan will be the MC, the Master of Ceremonies. Uh, again, we'll have dinner at 7, 7.45. You'll hear from the coaches and players. And then 9 o'clock, final comments and wrap-up. The seating is limited to the first 120. Sign up. You can call right now at 402-598-7445. We will also have a link on our website at theticketfm.com to sign up for this event. It's $199 a person, but it gets you, again, cocktail hour, appetizers, unlimited drinks all night long, and a delicious Wagyu steak dinner, plus commentary from the Husker oh, uh- players and coaches. That ticket will be hot. Yes. It's only limited to 120 people, so get it while you can. We will have a link on our website by midday today, but also you can call them at 402-598-7445. An evening with the Huskers, Monday, July 18th at Tanner's and Tavern 180, right by each other at 30th and Yankee Hill. That ticket will be hot. I will be there. Yeah, you, you, you. How come you're not the MC? Uh, that I'll, Sean's Sean. <laughs> You'd be a good MC though. Yeah, Sean is the. You know, he does a lot of MC. Yeah, Sean can handle really handle that stuff well. I just thought I've MC'd before. You could be a backup MC. Sure, if Sean's if something sick, happens, he's got some vocal cord issues. If I, off if I were running that thing, I would have a back in, backup MC, and that would be you, Jake Sorensen. Well, I'd have to have a you know what a whiskey glass for that probably. You can do that. It gets you going. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, more next on early break in the second. <laughs>